0: Welcome back to another episode of the Secret Life of Bikini Competitor podcast, the final episode of 2020. Can you believe we've made it to the end of the year already? Where the fuck has this year gone? I'm recording this on Sunday, it's like the 20th or something, so a couple of days before I'm going to publish it, and I literally cannot believe it's the end of December Uh, I don't think I'm the only one, but anyone remember March when all the pandemonium happened? Yeah, me neither. Um, To say this year's tested us all is probably a bit of an understatement. Um, I'm so proud of everyone that I've been speaking to um, and how everyone, all of you have been doing with the last nine plus months, like from back in March when we saw all the comps cancelled, the craziness that was that, there was people who were weeks away from competing uh, who had the rug literally ripped from underneath their feet Um, and that was just the beginning, like no one can literally have predicted the last, the next nine months that happened after that, so uh, I'm grateful for, you know, at the end of this year that some of my friends were able to compete, some of you guys were able to Finally get on that stage after prepping through the most uncertain, unpredictable and unprecedented times we've ever seen. Um, But whether or not that you competed, um, I think just getting through this year is a bit of a feat in itself. So regardless of whether you sat on the couch the entire time or took up knitting or did, in fact, prep, it doesn't matter. I think everyone got through this in their own special way, um, and just watching everyone endure more than we ever thought we could really. I think it's been very inspiring to see and I mean it's good, you know, to be able to look back on it now and, and kind of appreciate everything that we've been able to go through and, and, you know, the strength that we maybe didn't really know was inside of us, but I know it's been and it still is incredibly stressful for for some of you guys um at the minute. So Uh, yeah, I guess this, the time of the year is just a good opportunity to kind of pause and reflect, um, as we kind of go into a new one, um, you know, whether, whether or not you're a new year's resolution setter or not, I, I tend to be, they vary in kind of like extravagance. Um, I think one year I said I was never, ever going to drink for 300. That was last year. (laughs) I said, I wasn't going to drink for 365 days and uh it took me 30 days um which is fine it's been one of those years i think when i said that there wasn't a global pandemic on so there you go i think i'm allowed a whole pass but yes whether or not you make new year's resolutions or your intention set or your goal setting um i think the end of a year especially one that's been as shite as this one uh is a good opportunity to reflect and as i am recording this the olympia is wrapping up um i think we're still waiting on the bikini announcement um but i just watched chris bumstead or c bum take out classic physique champion of classic physique and also champion of my heart uh for another year (laughs) for another year running the man can do no wrong um but it's just pretty awesome to uh wrap up the year for our beloved sport in such a way um and watch those uh, athletes who are at the complete top of their game who have to go through a lot anyway to get there um endure the year that was to also get there so it's gonna be super fired up for competing next year um hopefully the shows in australia uh where i am go ahead as planned um at the moment it's looking positive uh well we've just had a bit of an outbreak in sydney which uh is a bit nerve-wracking um but hopefully uh because i am looking at that july wbff show in sydney um but to be honest you know see what the year brings I'm, I'm keen to hit the stage more than once next year so watch this space um but this episode um it's just me today the last episode of 2020 last week uh celeste was the last guest of 2020 so that was awesome to wrap up things with her if you haven't listened to it there's some great stuff in there about repairing relationships with your body and food um and some also some tips as well going into the um deep into the festive season uh, whether you celebrate christmas or not tends to just be a lot of food around at the minute. But yeah, this is the last episode of 2020 and it's just a short one with me. Um, I didn't want it to just be kind of me chatting shit and wrapping things up and saying thanks, although I will be saying some thanks in a minute. Um, But I did just kind of want to leave with a message to give people (laughs) a reason to listen uh, to this one rather than, yeah, just listen to me chat shit. Um, I couldn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to land on. I think there's, there's not a lot I can say that hasn't already been said about fucking 2020, Um, but the thing I kept coming back to was actually just my mantra, um, which is, feel the fear and do it anyway, Um, so I just thought I'd explain why I love this phrase, and why I think it's a good one to lean into uh, coming into 2021, when there's still so much that is uncertain, uh, and so much that's not in our control, so... I first saw this phrase I mean it's not new. It's been around for a while. I actually googled it. There's apparently it's a book by someone. Um I don't think she coined it though. Um but I first saw this phrase personally in a secret Santa gift actually. Um so a girl called Steph from one of my old jobs about five years ago she got me for secret santa um and along with some beautiful earrings that she got me actually um which i still wear to this day uh, there was a little collection of like quote cards and like a little stand um that you could put them in so you could put them on your desk or behind your bed or wherever you want um uh, back then i used to really really hate motivational quotes i was one of those people i was a bit of a knobhead um so i got this gift i was a bit like oh Oh, cool! You know the noise that you make when you get a present you don't really like. Um, ungrateful bitch that I was. Um, but I genuinely I used to make fun of people who were super into motivational quotes and again a bit of an arsed. Um, but if I look back and now and try and unpack why, I maybe it's because I never really saw myself in these quotes. Because if I think about now when I share it, like, I. I fucking share them all the time. I love a motivational quote now. I share one, and I think you share it because it resonates with you. It resonates with the belief that you have. It resonates with something that you're proud of, maybe that you've achieved. Um, Or maybe it resonates with something that you want to achieve. Um, But yeah, maybe I just never saw myself in these quotes. And as you've heard me say before, when I've talked about my kind of personal journey, I wasn't in a very good place then, like I wasn't happy with where I was at, so... Deep down, maybe I was jealous of these people that were sharing these quotes because I couldn't see myself in them. Who knows? Um, but when I was actually flicking through the cards, one did jump out of me. Um, and that's because it did resonate with me. And it was the feel the fear and do it anyway one. So I had that on my desk for ages. And I think it was the only one I ever used. Um, so I've been, pre- I think why it resonated with me is I think I've always been if I take the phrase literally like I've always been good at giving things a go like seriously you name a hobby I have tried it ballet saxophone Thai boxing aerial trapeze fire breathing drums bass like (laughs) I've tried a lot of things what else have I done rock climbing gorge walking like everything uh I mean when you're growing up you just kind of like do a load of stuff anyway but I just, yeah, like, I think I'm at my most happiest when I'm giving something a go. Um, and I'm not afraid to be shit at something. And I will shit at a lot of things. <laughs> Trust me. Um, but, like, even though I'm not afraid to be shit at something, I think I do, deep down, have a deeper fear of not being good enough. Um, and not being good enough to win. And, like, when I say that, I don't mean just win trophies or um, be the best. I mean win in the sense of seeing something through to the end and being the best I can be is that commitment issues I think that's (laughs) I think I've just unlocked why I haven't had a boyfriend for about (laughs) eight years um Christ um there you go maybe that explains my eternal singledom see even if you didn't get anything out of this episode I have you know unlocked a little bit about myself um so I did but yeah I I didn't what I'm trying to get out is I didn't necessarily have a fear of failing, um, just not being good enough, I don't know if that makes sense, it kind of makes sense in my head, um, I think they're two very different things, um, but I guess really what I want is on the other side of this fear, isn't it always, isn't that another phrase, what you want is on the other side of fear or something, um, and the fear of not being good enough results in self-sabotaging behaviour, and we've all been there, you know, that what's the point, I'll never be good enough to do X, so why bother with Y, Um, whether we consciously realise that we're engaging in that narrative or not, Um, if you don't believe that you can win, or you don't believe that you can be your very best, you're not going to engage in the behaviours when it counts, in order to actually do so, because you genuinely don't believe that you can do it, Um, so is it like... I'm trying to kind of like process things as I'm talking now. Is it like an anxiety of the process rather than the outcome? Is that attachment theory? Maybe I should have researched this <laughs> a little bit more before chatting to you guys. But you get, you get what I'm... You're picking up what I'm putting down. Um. So I guess that's why this feel the fear and do it anyway mantra is so important to me. Because I'm already giving things go. I'm already shit at something. Like we can only progress from here, right? Um, but in order to be the very best I can be... I need to feel and acknowledge the fear of not being good enough and push through anyway, do the things anyway. So do the behaviours, the 1% is like, do what I need to do in order to be, be my best. And, you know, returning to the stage next year, <laughs> I say that like I'm the long-awaited return of some sort of bodybuilding prodigy, but what, well, you know, I am returning to the stage after a long hiatus. Um, this, you know, remembering this is what's going to get me through the harder times, like remembering to believe in myself, remembering the f- to feel this fear of not being good enough and just push through. And I guess that's kind of what I wanted the message of this episode to be is, you know, I want, you know, to pass this on and, and hopefully have you guys carry this into next year as well. Like whatever you're trying to achieve, you've got to lean into this fear and, you know, whatever that fear may be, it looks different for everyone. Um, so you just simply have to do the work that you need to do in order to be great. Don't think about fear. Detach the fear. I think that's what we need to do. The fear is the emotional response. So you need to, we need to detach that from the behaviors that we need to do. So we know what we need to do. We know what the 1% is out. We know what the behaviors are that we need to engage in to get us there, to get us to being our best, to get us to winning. Um, And then what happens is this emotional kind of fear of not being good enough enters and ends up sabotaging it. So if we can detach that fear, acknowledge it, notice when it comes up, like realise it and respond to it by doing the behaviours anyway, that's what's going to end up helping us be great. We're going to ignore that voice telling us that we can't do it and we're just going to bloody do it anyway. And the good news is... Like anything, like must training muscles or habits, my favorite, you know, I love a habit. The more we do something, the more easily it comes to us. So, the more that we kind of ignore this fear, the easier it becomes to ignore this fear. The easier it becomes to not listen to that tiny little voice in your head that goes, Well, are you really ever going to be great? Eh, should you even bother? We can say, No, voice, I am great already and I am going to bother, so shush. (laughs) I think I've lost the plot. It's the end of 2020. I've lost the plot, guys. Um, But I just kind of wanted to leave that pearl of wisdom there, because I know we all said this last year, but 2021, it's our year, bitches, for real. Surely it has to be after the year we've had. Um, But on that pearl of wisdom, I do just want to close with with the thank you speech with the Oscars speech and just really say how grateful I am to everyone who's listened so far this year all 20,000 listens I can't believe it in April I started up this little project because I was simply passionate about this sport I wanted to connect to others who were I wanted to share the amazing stories of the amazing people that I'd found so inspiring um, I'm not exactly sure where I got the cojones to do it. Uh felt the fear and did it anyway. There you go. Um and here we bloody are mates. So you know, to be honest when I was reaching out to competitors when I first started this, um, and they were like pumped, come on, or even just, just like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. I was genuinely surprised. I was like, who'd want to talk to me? Little old me and nobody. No crowns, no titles just someone who was super interested and passionate about the sport. Um, but then, I, I yeah, obviously, I just realised that those were constrictions I was placing on myself. So, you know, so what if I didn't have any crowns? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't ignore or not speak to someone just because they weren't a pro or hadn't been co- only been competing for a year. Um, so I don't know why I had made up that story in my head that these people wouldn't, you know, these incredible, inspiring humans wouldn't want to speak to me. So slowly that limiting belief has dissipated um, and it very quickly became a very enjoyable hobby once I'd kind of like got used to all the stressful side things of, you know uh, you know recording and editing and interviewing people, that's hard um, but it's been honestly incredible, I genuinely don't know what I would have done during nine months of lockdown um, with without this, like it's actually kept me so busy uh, and connected to the outside world in in ways that i didn't really anticipate so as for next year i've already got some awesome guests lined up of course you know i always do um but i've also got some other exciting things in the works so 2021 is going to be the year that slbc transcends just being a podcast although obviously this podcast is the cornerstone um but it's going to become a whole lot more uh, and that's all i'm saying for now I really hope you're not sick of my voice or my face yet. Little hint. Um, But so, for the last time, thank you for tuning in. Um, I wish you all the happiest of holidays. Um, I'm sending a lot of love to all my listeners, um, but especially those in parts of the world where things are still really tough. Um, Like, I think today, like tomorrow, the UK goes into a state tier four lockdown uh, in some areas, uh, which is especially tough around the holiday time. Uh, when I know the urge um, and desire to see families is at an all-time high, uh, especially after the year that we've had. Um, And Christmas is a difficult time for a lot of people. I think after losing my dad, it's never just before, around Christmas as well. Last year, like, I think, I don't think Christmas will be the same for me for a long time. Um, So it's just, you know, it can bring up a lot of emotions anyway, and then couple that with a global pandemic. Um, You know, you, you do have this intrinsic need to be with your family and people that are close to you like god i wish i could see my mum right now and you know i'm used to living on the other side of the world but she obviously feels further than ever further away than ever at the minute uh with everything that's going on so i totally um empathize with everyone missing their families right now so let's get fingers crossed that this vaccine does what it needs to do uh next year so that we can all do just that um but yeah, really, honestly, thank you. Um I can't wait to see you all make your dreams come true in the next year, whatever they may be, whatever form that may take. Um whether it is simply, you know, whether it's doing crushing some massive goal or it really is just weathering the continued shitstorm, which is COVID. Um as always, it always stands. If anyone has any questions, wants to chat, not just about competing, but just needs, an, needs a friendly ear. My DMs are Always open for you guys to slide into um, with whatever you need a sounding board for. So remember to be kind to each other and yourselves, most importantly. Enjoy the festive season. Don't get stressed about food, uh, memories of macros, etc., etc. Um, you know, really cherish this time if you can be with other people um, or just cherish some downtime. And I will see you on the other side. Um, I love you all a lot. um, And can't wait to smash some goals with you all in 2021. Goodbye.